Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the Power Ranking Show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, basketball, baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and the easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games that are available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And that, of course, is the voice of at Marcus underscore Moshe. This is the Power Rankings podcast, a.k.a. the Power Rankings show. I just realized my reading glasses are on top of my head. We're, uh, we were just having a great discussion about how Dak Prescott's the greatest player in the history of the National Football League. And uh, now we're going to get to pick games where Dak gets to prove it. This is what's really fun about football is all the people that have hot bias takes about players. Well, they have to prove it, don't they? And so one of the cool things is we got a big game this week where somebody who's been getting a ton of credit is actually going to have to go out there and show it against a really good football team. And of course, I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers game on Thursday night. It's going to be wildly fun. How much of this game are you watching? I mean, it's the Steelers, so I'll watch the entire thing from start to finish. Watch the pregame show. Watch the postgame show. Uh, let's get right into it, this one, Elliot. The uh, Steelers at home on a short week. Mitch Trubisky starting at quarterback. Patriots going mm-hmm. with Bailey Zappi and Ezekiel Elliott uh, in the backfield. Steelers, six-point favorites. Well, given the trouble the Patriots have had putting points on the board, you would think this would be an easy pick. The problem is the Steelers' offense has just been awful. But I got to think, after being embarrassed by the Cardinals, that they're going to win and cover here. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think the Steelers' offense could struggle to only put up 17 points. But are the Patriots going to score 10? I, I, I don't see that. They couldn't even they couldn't even score a single point against the Chargers' defense last week. I will be I won't be surprised if the Patriots don't score a touchdown this week. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And uh, Cali, this is a game that the total's got to be so colossally low on this. What is it, 34 and a half? 30. Oh my gosh, 30? This is the lowest in the last 20 years of the NFL. Gosh, can you go under 30? Would you go under 30? Yeah, I think it would. Because I could honestly see this game being 20 to 3, 20 to 6. 17 to 10 like there 
there is a absolute world where the under goes up. We get the under pretty comfortably. Yeah, you know what? I I, I agree. I do. I agree. I I I can't. There's no way I can vouch for this being the over. Wow, that's crazy. All right, let's go. To, let's go to Sunday. Uh, yeah. All right, our next game. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Browns are three point favorites. Obviously, sports books don't believe that the that Trevor Lawrence is going to play because this spread was Jags minus three uh, before Monday Night Football. Hmm. Golly, you know, I think I think part of the issue here for me is you you have no idea what to expect from either quarterback. Um, and I always tell you guys, if you don't know what to expect from one quarterback, it's hard enough when you don't know what to expect from two. Now, if Joe Flacco plays like he did most of the game against the Rams, uh, then I think the Browns win and cover. And actually, that's what I'm going to go with here. Uh, the Jags defense has been so bad. What a great respite for Joe Flacco. Um, and I think the Browns are going to be able to run the ball on him, quite frankly. Uh, so this total, you want to guess the total? I think this total should be extremely low, too. I, I would put this around 34. 31. Lower. Jeez. <laughs> uh, of these two games, Patriots, Steelers, Jags, Browns, who has the best quarterback? Your options are Bailey Zappi, Mitch Trubisky, CJ Beathard, or Joe Flacco. I'll go Joe Flacco. Stop. There's no way. I'll go 39-year-old Joe Flacco. Yeah, I think I'll go Mitch Trubisky uh, slightly. Sweet. What are you taking here? Uh, I'll take the Jags to win and cover. Or obviously, if they win, they're going to cover. I'll take the Jags plus the points. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, Lions at Bears. The Lions, three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Boy, I don't like that line. I don't like it. I'd give the Lions three, but they're not three and a half. This is definitely a walkaway game for me. Uh, I know the Lions played pretty well at uh, New Orleans, but, you know, Chicago, uh, first of all, the Bears are rested. Um, Bears gave the Lions everything they could handle in Detroit. Give me the Bears to cover, uh, Lions to win. I, I'll take the Lions just to win out, right? I think the uh, win out right into cover. I think they're going to be able to run the ball in the Bears. I don't think I, I. I just don't see the Bears jumping out to a big lead like they did last time. So I, I got faith in my Lions that they're going to win and cover. Your Lions, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, your Broncos. Uh, okay, yeah. what's next? Uh, Buccaneers at Falcons. The Falcons one and a half point favorites here at home. They, these two teams played just a couple weeks ago, and the Falcons won that game in Tampa. Who do you got? Boy, this is a really big game in the NFC South. This is a really big game. And I understand why the Falcons are favored. It's just I feel like putting faith in the Falcons right now is a mistake. I'm actually going to take the Bucks with the uh, road upset here uh, to, to squish everything in the NFC South even further. Yeah, and if Tampa Bay wins this game, I believe they would be in first place in the NFC South yeah. after Week 14, which is wild that we'd have a team two games below 500 winning that division but i'm i agree with you that's that's the way i'm gonna lean for this one uh be like washington in 2020 yeah they were seven and nine in the uh, nfc east which is crazy because one of the greatest players in nfl history was quarterbacking in the nfc east that year Uh, he was right that year that's why washington won it uh next one his team didn't you know that's because you saw what happened when he got hurt the theme just fell apart all right yeah their record was really awesome when they got hurt too uh wasn't Uh, it i think it was one and four 
Yeah. Anyway, Two and three. Keep going. Uh, Texans at Jets. We've got the Texans as three and a half point road favorites. I got to stick with the Texans here. I I don't love that spread. I never do. You said three and a half, right? Three and a half, Um, yeah. And I don't like it on the road, but my gosh, man, the Jets are a mess right now. And um, I I think the Texans can go in there and beat them by a touchdown. We got Zach Wilson, who is confirmed to start this game uh, against the the Texans. I'm just worried about no tank Dell. This offense was just not very good last week without tank Dell. They just, they were not, they have no quickness without him. And the jets do have a pretty good pass defense. So I, I'm going to take the jets to win outright in a shocker. Well, approach, approach it from another angle. If you got 50 bucks to spend and you want to bet it, you want to bet on the jets. Those odds are under any for circumstance a home, for a home dog though. Hey, good luck. Yeah, because they, they've ruined more than a few bets yeah. this year. I can guarantee you Well, it's you a that. dome team going to play outside. We know how that affects, you know, good teams. Yeah, uh, I can. Panthers at Saints. We've got these Saints as five-point favorites here in this game. I got to think the Saints will rebound. I know the Panthers are due for a road win at some point. I just... I don't know when that's going to be. And yeah. yeah, the Panthers stay in games, but I think New Orleans knows that their season's slipping away. And this is the perfect, as I said, respite for Joe Flacco. This is a perfect respite for the Saints to insert themselves squarely back into fighting for the division title. Give me the Saints to cover this at home. Yeah, I think I'm with you uh, as well. Um, I, I, there's just no reason to trust this Panthers team at all on offense. So I'm, I'm with you. Or or their defense isn't really all that great either. No. And I, I, I think if the Saints get out of their own way a little bit uh, and actually run the rock a little more, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Next one. We've got the Rams at Ravens. This is a fun game. Uh, Ravens coming off their bye week. Ravens, seven-point home favorites. You know, I thought that this was such a huge game two years ago. Uh, when the Rams really needed a road win, uh, Odell Beckham made this catch in the red zone, like on fourth mm-hmm. down, all hands, super tough. I don't know if you remember this game. It's it really was really hard Huntley, game. Tyler Huntley started. And it was just a game I thought really helped send the Rams on their way and made Odell Beckham a big part of that offense. Obviously, now Odell Beckham plays for the other guys now. Um, the Ravens being seven-point favorites seems like a little high to me. The Rams have been playing really good football. I think the Ravens are better than the Rams are, but do you feel like this is a tad bit high even for a rested Ravens team? Here's what makes me nervous. is that We've seen twice this year good quarterbacks going into Baltimore, just completely lay an egg with Jared Goff and Geno Smith. It does feel like this could be a little bit of a disaster game for the Rams, right? You go play on the road, playing on the East Coast at 1 o'clock. The Ravens just get ahead, and then they can just suffocate you on defense. This is probably just a stay away for me. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on staying away from it. I think Kyron Williams makes it a little more uh, palatable taking the Rams here to cover? Mm. I oh, think so. Man, I think I'll take the Rams to cover Ravens to win outright, but I would, I'm would i with you. This is not a game I would bet on. Absolutely not. You got much better options here, like Pittsburgh uh, yeah. tonight. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Colts-Bengals. Colts, one-point favorites on the road against Jake Browning, who was the AFC Player of the Week. And he deserved to be. Uh, mm. He absolutely deserved to be. You know, 
it'd be really easy to just say, well, he's not going to be able to do that again. But we don't know that, just like we don't know if he's going to stumble. Um, I will say that Garner Minshew played a really great football game uh, on the road last week, and why couldn't he do it again? Because, honestly, the Bengals' defense isn't any better than the Titans. In fact, it's worse. If you pressed me, I'll take the Titans' defense. Yeah. Uh now, the issue is Tennessee couldn't do a lot. They've got a rookie quarterback. Uh, if Browning plays even 75% of what he did against Jacksonville, I think the Bengals win this game. This is a really, really tough call. I'm surprised this just isn't a push altogether. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Bengals here. Uh, the Colts' defense did not yeah. play particularly well last week. I think the Bengals are going to have a loud crowd because if they win this game, they're suddenly right back in it in the uh, AFC wildcard hunt. So I will take the Bengals at home to get a, let's say, like a 20 to 17 type of win. Yeah, I think the other thing that concerns me here with the Colts is just we haven't seen the Colts really put three really solid games together. You know, they'll they'll win one. It's like, you know, a step forward, a step back, a step forward, a step back, maybe two steps forward, another step back. I just don't think that they're there yet, and they don't really have the personnel on the back end. Like I said, if Browning plays 75% of what he did uh, on Monday night, I think the Bengals win, and they're at home. Right? They're at home. So I'll take the home dog with you. I'll go with the Bengals. All right, next one. Seahawks at 49ers. These two teams just played on Thanksgiving. 49ers blew out Seattle. 49ers, 10.5-point favorites. I'll take the Niners to win, Seattle to cover. Um, I think Seattle got embarrassed uh, in front of a national audience. Uh, I think Pete Carroll will be more than happy to remind them of that, and I think Seattle will play hard. And I, I do think the 49ers can be had. Uh, in the secondary by a competent quarterback. So we'll we'll see. Um, I, I, obviously, I know the protection up front is the really, really big issue here. And that's going to be an issue for Seattle because it's going to be the best front they've played yet this year. But I, I, 10 and a half is too steep for me. I, I thought this was going to be a relatively close game anyway. Even if you said seven and a half, I would take Seattle and cover. Yeah. Um, I'm taking the 49ers to win and cover. They have found something when they go up against opposing linebackers that just can't really move. And unfortunately, we're at the point of Bobby Wagner's career where he can't cover. The Cowboys picked on him over and over again. There was plays where he didn't even move because he just knew he couldn't get to a spot. Uh, in the first game, it, Bobby Wagner played the, maybe the worst game I've ever seen him. I, I think with a healthy Debo Samuel, healthy Christian McCaffrey, they are going to make his life miserable on Sunday. I'm taking the 49ers to yeah, get a that's huge different. win. Huge the Cowboys, win. Have, Cowboys have the greatest quarterback of all time. The Seahawks are playing a garbage QB that, you know, is clearly rated below that guy. Um, so, you know, because he's just a product of his surroundings. So, I, you know, I just can't go with you there. All right, moving on. We've got the Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Three-point favorites on the road against the Raiders and give me the Vikings all day in this one. Really? You, you have oh, that yeah. little faith in the Raiders, huh? Yes. The Raiders have scored over 18 points twice this season you know what rookie quarterbacks really struggle with is the blitz do you know which coach blitzes more than any other team in the league or any other coach in the league brian flores i think this is going to be a nightmare game for the raiders on offense you know what i'm taking the raiders in an upset i like the way they played so remember far justin jefferson coming back as well yeah it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt but josh dobbs uh you know had a c- couple rough games and you saw that the team really collapsed give me the raiders in an upset i you know yeah. we got to pick an upset every once in a while yeah i'm taking the vikings there uh bills at chiefs the chiefs at home what do you think the spread is in this game oh man i don't think vegas really thinks kansas city's better than buffalo 
Uh, they're not. It's one and a half points. Yeah, which means they think they're worse than Buffalo because the Chiefs would. You know, if you figure the three point rule for home home team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, home team. Um, <laughs> the terrible Rocky Balbo or Rocky Five reference. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking the Chiefs. Man. By the way, so I think that you've I think been telling Bills- me how awful they are. For a week. I, I know, but Buffalo has major issues on defense. They can't stop anybody right now. And I think the Chiefs are going to be a little embarrassed after what they did on Monday Night Football. I, I think the Chiefs get a 23-20 to 20 win on Sunday. You know what? I'm taking the Bills. Ah, oh, no, I can't. I want to. I want to so bad, but I'm going to go with you. Doggone right. it. All right. This is so close to me. I think this is an overtime game that Kansas City wins because they're at home with Butker. Yeah. I do. Yeah, it's a three-point uh, game. Broncos at Chargers. Chargers are two-and-a-half-point home favorites. I'm surprised the Chargers are favored here. I mean, I'm Just not. Just hearing that. <laughs> it's the Broncos. Broncos can't uh, score either. I'm going to take the Chargers to cover this at home. Um, I, You know, Justin Herbert's had an up-and-down season. The Chargers have lost a lot of close games, but the math is starting to go the wrong way. In other words, it's going too much against the Chargers, and these things tend to even out. The The ball bounces the other way. They've had such key drops. I think this is the game their offense puts it together. The Broncos' defense, they have a decent secondary, but they're they're not very good on defense either. Uh, give me the Chargers to win in a key division game-ish. Ish. I think the wild card game. I think the Broncos just run the ball right down the Chargers' throat, and they win a 17-16 to 16 type of game. The better quarterback does not win in this one, unfortunately. But why uh, doesn't your Brandon Staley desperate team not hold here? Because you were telling me for two weeks you thought the Chargers they, would they, win. because They of- did. They, they, win, they won last week. They got a, they got a nice win <laughs> to save the season. But now I think they lose. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Sunday night football, Eagles-Cowboys. You want to guess the spread on this one? Dallas by three. It is Dallas by three and a half. Uh, okay. Uh, give me the Eagles to win and cover. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to be highly motivated after getting embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed by San Francisco, similar to the way the Cowboys got embarrassed by San Francisco. I know nobody remembers that now because Jalen Hurts got embarrassed this week and we have to elevate players, certain players. So I just want to remind everyone about a, five weeks ago, six weeks ago, how a team was playing. But the Eagles, I do. I truly feel like, uh, and also the first couple drives of that game against San Francisco, they went right down the field and they had to settle for field goals. I don't think that's going to happen against Dallas. As you like to point out, it's easier to play offense at AT AT&T than -hmm. it is a sloppy Lincoln financial field. I think the, the, uh, the Eagles won't have to settle for field goals against this Cowboy team. I think the Cowboys offense, though, is going to have a day as well. Uh, so I look for this to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, I think the smart bet is to take the Eagles plus three and a half because you get that half point. I want to mention a couple of things for Philly. Uh, this is as healthy as they're going to be. They're getting Dallas Goddard back, which is huge. They're just not the same offense without Dallas Goddard. Uh, they're getting Zach Cunningham, their starting linebacker, back. Shaq Leonard, who they signed on Monday, is expected to play. This team is fully healthy right now. Um, and they kind of, this game actually means a lot more to Philly than it does to Dallas, because even if Dallas were to win this game, they would need Philly to slip up multiple times to win the division. For the Eagles, if you lose this game, you probably lose the number one seed in the in the NFC, and that's huge. So 
Uh, both teams really motivated. I'm going to take the Eagles to. I'll take the Eagles to win and cover as well. Well, a couple of things. I don't really care about the Shaq Leonard signing, but I do care about Zach Cunningham and Dallas Goddard. First of all, look, I love Curse, and I, you know, the Cowboys safeties have have had really nice moments over the last two and a half years. But against really good tight ends, man, they can get beat. And mm-hmm. Goddard's a really good tight end. If you watch the Eagles linebackers against the 49ers, you know how much they need Zach Cunningham right yeah. now, man. They got destroyed in the second half. Absolutely destroyed. Bad angles, bad tackling uh, against the Cowboys. Um, you know, you can... They, the one thing about Dallas that's not like San Francisco is Kyle Shanahan will stay committed to the run. I don't know that Mike McCarthy will. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. The Cowboys have had such varying degrees of success running the ball this year. So maybe maybe this is a game that the Cowboys should do that. Maybe give the Eagles a little something to think about. Maybe let Dak go off play action a little bit more to create even more hay in the passing game. I'd like to see Pollard get some work in this game, but I think both quarterbacks are going to play well. I think Dak's going to play well because he's been playing great and he's the greatest player of all time. And then also Jalen Hurts, I think he's been hearing the noise. People don't realize he's playing hurt. He is playing hurt. It's very obvious if you watch him. And I think adrenaline is going to take over. I see the Eagles win in this game. As you listeners can tell, Elliot has a very strong bias against Dak Prescott. He's never really been a fan. He does. He thinks he gets too much credit for being a good quarterback. So that's that's why you're hearing what you're hearing right now. But let's uh, let's <laughs> yeah, move yeah. let's move on to our doubleheader on Monday Night Football. Actually, it's not a doubleheader because a doubleheader means that you have one game after the other, right? So what do you call it when you have two games just running simultaneously with one another? Parallel universe? Sure. Uh, Two parallel games on Monday Night Football, which who asked for this? Who asked for two Monday Night games playing at the exact same time? Ray Bradbury? I didn't. Go ahead. Okay. uh, We've got the Green Bay Packers at the New York Giants. Giants. uh, So they're starting Tommy DeVito over Tyrod Taylor the rest of the year. Yeah. Packers six oh, and a half points. No, favorites. sorry, I didn't get that. Um, that's yeah, I got it. <laughs> we walk into a blank or uh, empty room. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know they actually shot in real life? They shot his wife at the same time. No, yeah, yeah because can't can't have any loose ends. They shot Tommy DeVito uh, and his wife. Well, Tommy DeVito, look, he's probably the fourth best. Well, he's really the third best quarterback in the NFC because there's only really three quarterbacks and then there's like, like deity. Um, so we have to be careful here. Uh, uh, such so a such a uh, I actually like Green Bay to cover this. They've been playing really yeah. good football. The Giants uh, are not. Uh, obviously are not a very good team. And if you want to talk about weather and cold weather, what team is more used to that than Green Bay? I just don't think that's going to affect their guys very much no. if it's cold. Uh, yeah, give me Green Bay. I think Green Bay also realizes this is their season. This is the kind of game you have to win if you're going to be a playoff team because they're going to have tougher games than this coming up at the end of their schedule. Unfortunately, they really don't. Can I, can I uh, read you? Yeah, I, know it's, I know it's easy, but it's not this easy. No, it's not this easy, but I'm going to read you the rest of their schedule. Yeah. Uh, the, after the Giants, they play home against Tampa Bay, harder. At Carolina, yep. easier. Easier. Uh, at Minnesota, that's a tough game. Home against the Bears. Yep. They play a pretty soft schedule the rest of the way, which means that the Green Bay Packers are going to be in the NFC playoffs. Cannot wait 
to watch them get blown out by the 49ers by 40. It's going to be enjoyable yeah. for the, like the yeah. 15th straight playoffs. Uh, I'm taking the Packers minus six and a half. I don't know how the 49ers do it with such an average, mediocre quarterback. It's crazy. Good thing is they've been they're used to this. They've been oh. doing this for years with Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, oh, Titans yeah. at okay. Dolphins. The Dolphins mm-hmm. 13 point favorites here at home. Oh gosh, that's a lot. <laughs> These lines. So, a couple man. things for the for the Titans. Yeah. No Jeffrey Simmons on the defensive line. That's a yeah. pretty big one. Um, Harold Landry questionable to play as well. It's not great. There's no way I would take Tennessee to cover this. So that's so I guess by default I would take Miami, but this is a walk away for me. It's too high a spread for my taste, and I can't I can't vouch for the underdog. So, uh, but get, obviously give me Miami to win outright. I just think there are better games to bet on here. So, and so everybody uh, knows I I did just say that Dak Prescott has been playing great football for the last five or six weeks it's just amazed me how marcus and others literally have elevated this guy to like hall of fame status it's like the beginning of the season never happened this is the thing you just you take a comment that dak is playing well and you extrapolate it to oh he's playing at a hall of fame level no nobody's saying that i I take saying that i think i take people putting dak over jalen hurts uh like like there's no question about it that is ridiculous to me because even though wins for any of these quarterbacks, honestly, wins is not a quarterback stat. However, if against the very elite teams in the league, you're a big fat offer, I think mathematically, you've got to win one of these at some point if you're playing well. And I think, by the way, I think Dak played great against Philadelphia this year. He didn't play great against San Francisco. He did not play well at all. But he did against Philly, and he did everything he could to help that team win. The step out of bounds i don't blame him for i know some people did on tv i think he's going to play good against philadelphia i just think this eagles team is going to be really motivated and look this is clearly one of the best games of the year uh coming up that's why we're spending so much time on it but i i do wonder you know with again using brock purdy as an example it's really hard to gauge how good a guy like that is when he has the team around him that he does but I do give Brock Purdy a lot of credit for making plays at end of games, um, you know, that that have been, you know, in games where it's been tight. Unfortunately, the 49ers are like Dallas. They've also blown out a lot of teams, so it's hard to tell. Yeah. And what's, you know? So right now on Bet Online, Brock Purdy is actually the MVP favorite. Um, and you can poke holes in Brock Purdy's case, right? Whenever they didn't have Debo Samuel for a three-game stretch, and they lost all three of those games, and he played poorly doesn't mean he shouldn't be the MVP if this team ends up number one in scoring and, you know, they win the rest of their game. So very open MVP case going into week 14. I agree. Uh, And I'll give you, uh, for your final thought, I'll give you a question. If I do my top five MVP right now, I think I'm going to go Tyreek Hill one. I'm going to go CJ Stroud two, Christian McCaffrey three. I still really think Miles Garrett's being underrated. Uh, here, I'd probably go Dak Prescott five. That would be my uh, top five. I would not put Brock Purdy in the top five over Dak for MVP. But I feel like in a year like this, how can you ignore the best defensive player in football? I think part of it is because he struggled a little bit the last couple of weeks with a shoulder injury, and that's not his fault. He has a pretty serious shoulder injury that he's playing with. Hasn't recorded a tackle in the last two weeks. 
Um, I, I think his MVP case has fallen off a little bit, but it's I, only two games, though. You know, right. if he comes I, right I, back, I should you know. mention yes, he he's played. He probably needs to have a ridiculous five game stretch to finish the year, and the Browns probably need to be a lot better on defense than they were last week. But he's at least worth mentioning. So, what, what, give me your five. I would go Tyreek number one. I just think he's the best player we have in the league right now. I think I would go. Uh, I would go Dak two, Lamar Jackson three, Christian McCaffrey four, and then I think five, I would go Josh Allen. Interesting. Even though you think the Bills stink. It's not his fault. He's playing amazing. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Well, if you want more thoughts on whether or not Dak is MVP of the league, you can listen to Locked On Cowboys, where Marcus and Landon, I don't know that they debated. I think they're both We we haven't even talked about it. I think it's just assumed. Exactly. Also, like I said, fantasy is still going on, man. Dynasty podcast on the Lockdown Network. Marcus does that two days a week. He covers the Raiders for USA Today Raiders Wire, but he has absolutely no faith in them whatsoever. He writes for the 33rd team. And of course, you can be reached at Marcus underscore Mosher on Twitter. We will talk to you guys soon. We really appreciate y'all. And of course, enjoy the game tonight. Should be uh, high flying. Six to three. Nine to six. 12 to 5. Talk to you later.